Welcome to the Creole Collective Podcast, where we love to create with each other for the kingdom of Jesus, his work and his compassion and his ministry, what he does, the stuff of Jesus all across where we live, work and play. This is the, I said, I said the last couple times, no more adjectives, but can I just go off now, Mike? I don't care what you do, Jeff. You're going to do it anyway, man. Okay, here just we go. Ready? Let's go. The amazing, illustrious, very debonair, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, always perceiving, never forsaking Mike Gerald. Oh, my goodness. I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. And I'm just the Jeff. I'm just Jeff. So Mike and Jeff, I'll work on the adjectives for next time, bro. I got to work on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need less adjectives. <laughs> okay. <So go. laughs> Too many adjectives, dude. I didn't know if they're like, people don't use adjectives enough. I think you just use way too many. I'm going to, I'm going to set a goal to use every single piece of grammar. That's really like insignificant, like an adverb. Next time I'm going to go for adverbs. Mm -hmm. I got to come up with some cool adverbs that describe Mike Gerald. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I love your prepositional phrases. (laughs) That sounds like a personal comment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Again, our our two listeners are so confused. (laughs) Uh, What did I, what did I turn on here? Is this the Creole collective podcast or is this some random bantering? (laughs) And it's both. Cheers to that. <laughs> it's absolutely. Hey, Mike, quick, tell me, um, by the time people listen to this, the 49ers-Eagles game will be over. And who's going to the Super Bowl? Dude, what did I what did I predict on the Giants last week? Do you remember? What did I say? Ah, I got to go back and listen. What was it? I definitely said we'd win. I just, I don't, I don't remember what I yeah. said about how we would win. Well, but I said we would win. You got it right. You won. Um, we did win. I, man, I think, I think the Niner Eagle Niner game is going to be a pretty defensive battle. I I just feel like you got two of the top pass rushes, um, guys that are going to collapse the pocket. So it's going to be, I think a fairly low scoring affair, Mm -hmm. a pretty tight contest, but I just don't see I don't see a rookie QB coming into Philly right. and, and making it out with a win. That's tough. That's tough. If he, if he does, kudos to him. I mean, what an amazing story, right? 262nd pick out of the 262 spots in the draft. Oh, yeah, I don't like I don't like that story. <laughs> it's a Philly, you gotta admit it's a Philly story, right? <laughs> it's like Rags to riches, Philly story right, right there. Yeah. I'm and not, if Brock Purdy was playing for the Eagles, he'd be like the town savior. Yeah. Can we <laughs> like talk about Jesus or something now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm excited to see whoever's in the big game. Um, and um, I talk like I'm, we're corporate. We can't say Super Bowl, but we can because we're not corporate. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But today we're talking about something, I think, greater. Um, we're talking about being able to do these one another's we've been on a journey people were listening um maybe you're getting lost along the journey in the weeds with us but every week it's been really cool just to talk about one of these one another's mike and 
my position is always like it's really hard to do these things when you're just sitting in rows looking at each other's backs of their heads in typical church formats because you have to find other time and other spaces to practice these one another's um and so we're going to talk about how do we do this in your context there in philly where i'm at in minnesota and then hopefully where you live listener you'll be able to connect some dots whatever your context is so let's let's just jump in mike we start with a story mike give us a story from the week that just like captures some of this just talk to us and make it really really good okay <laughs> man i think we need to really celebrate other people so yeah this past week i went over and met a guy someone told me about what he's doing in a real rough part of the city and he apparently like 10 years ago raised a hundred thousand dollars to purchase this old mansion that nobody wanted because it's in a rough part of town a lot of drugs prostitution just terrible part of town anyway um he raised it on social media under grand bought this this huge mansion and uh and now he uses the the grounds there he's got a a laundromat that he runs out of there a coffee roastery um, they started an urban garden. They've picked up, I don't know how many tons of trash, just dumpsters upon dumpsters. And to see people that have ideas and run with it to really love and care for the city yeah. or a particular street on the city where there's a lot of pain and brokenness. Mm-hmm. I just love listening to and learning from him. You know, I, yeah. I think the key... Um, is that we really celebrate each other. We can get so, I don't know, caught in the world of learning from someone else's success, feeling envious and wanting to top it instead of celebrating each other's stories and be like, man, that guy, that girl, they're doing some really good work. You guys need to know about them. Mm -hmm. And the world will know that we're disciples of Jesus by our enthusiasm over other people's wins. Right. And I think that's really, it, it really, it's a kingdom win. It's not even theirs. It's absolutely, it was, it was given to them. But when we can all mutually celebrate and get excited about what, what God's doing and learn from each other, I think that's yep. super critical, man. Yeah. That's really amazing. Mike, what's the first name of that, that person? I You don't have to tell me if you don't want to, but, yeah, his name's Tannen. Cool. Shout out to Tannen. That's amazing. Love that dude. Um, it reminds me of a couple people in our local area <clears throat> that have um that have uh opened up their local coffee shop with something called the storehouse. Basically, like the back of their shop is like filled with just food and books and everything like and there's just like come on in and take and like don't give us anything you don't have to stop and say hi just come in and take and leave and um just freely giving people without you know whatever any strings attached or cheesy gospel presentation on the backside or um yeah so just um i think we tend to neglect the poor and not just what we consider financially poor but people who don't have the connections the relationships 
you know, the system in place where they, they feel provided for, you know, people who are poor in those relational areas too, that just need connections and resources. And um, so, yeah, so they're back at their coffee shop, you know, every Saturday morning, the guys in there just praying and asking the Lord to use all these supplies and goods for his glory. And then he just opens it up and people come in and take and go. And yeah, just, he's an amazing, amazing fella. His name is Bill, just a really cool guy. So right on Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Really good stuff. Um, Mike, when we look at that passage today, the one and others, um, it's kind of related because a lot of people don't feel like they're qualified. We just talked about a friend of ours that just said, you know, I just don't feel qualified to give people anything or to teach or to instruct. But let's just read this quick. Um, Romans 15. I think it's Romans 15, 14. Um, just take a minute to meditate on it. So if you're listening, I don't know if you have a, a chance to open it with us, but um, yeah, let's just take a minute and reflect. So Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity to come into your word. And we just ask for pictures, revelation, vision of how you wanna use this in our lives and good application today for the people that we know and love. Here's what it says here. Paul says this to the Romans, <clears throat> I myself, I'm satisfied about you. So maybe God's saying this to some of our listeners. I myself, I'm satisfied about you, my brothers, my sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness. You are full of goodness. You are filled with all the knowledge and able to instruct or admonish one another. And I love such a great reminder that we have all the knowledge, right? We have all knowledge. We are filled with the fullness of God. All of us that know Jesus, that have received him by faith, you know, we're fully filled, ready to give out this knowledge of Jesus. He's really what we have to give, right, Mike? Yeah, man. And I think where we get it wrong is if we feel like um, we have all the answers mm -hmm. or we feel like we have nothing to contribute. This so often go wrong one way or the other. Someone goes, I, you know what? I don't have anything to offer. I'm not gifted enough, qualified enough. I don't know what I'm doing. I have nothing to offer. Somebody thinks that, you know, they're just the, the spiritual bomb. You know, like they got it all, man. They, mm -hmm. they're the great, they're the great expert and they don't need to learn from other people. I think always learning, but always having something to offer to the conversation. That has to be our posture, man. Yeah. Like, you're a contributor and you're always a learner. You're never not a learner. Yes, absolutely. I, I think, I think uh, what you just said about, you know, you can contribute. Um, and even kids, right? When you're hanging around a bonfire or your pool at your house and you know, your friends around and then your kids pipe up and have something just amazing to share from their hearts. 
you know, <clears throat> because they they have things going on in their hearts. The Holy Spirit is moving in their hearts and they they share these little statements or phrases or something that they're thinking and and all the adults in the room or on the patio are like, holy cow, that like that was the Holy Spirit, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. I I think uh kids don't know what they can't ask. And I th I think um you know, when, when the scripture says that we're supposed to have faith like a child, a lot of people think that means, you know, just be naive, just yeah. believe. And I don't know, man, you have a kid, like kids just call out your BS and ask a bunch of questions. Right. <laughs> and so you say something, they're like, yeah, but what about this? What about this? Why is this? How does this work? What does this mean? And so I think having faith like a child means that you're a curious learner. That's that's part of what it means, is that you're constantly learning and asking questions and discovering. And faith yeah. is, a, is a journey of discovery, man. There's a lot of discovery, and we're learning from each other. Some of the best learning is going to happen in community with other people other learners, other discoverers, other journeymen and women. Yeah, absolutely. And if we don't have those people that are journeying with you, it's pretty tough, I think, to do this to actually, I don't think it's saying like, hey, make a sermon for each other. But I think it's saying like, learn from each other's stories, learn from each other's, yeah, instruction involves some teaching, of course, if you want to break out scriptures or something you read or maybe something from the from the you know early church history fathers mothers but um really if you don't have people in your life that have the holy spirit in that community with other people um i don't think we can obey this like it's it's super hard you know like we need we need real relationships with people that love jesus we can't just you know we can't just stare at each other's backs of our heads dude jeff i think um Honestly, if you look at a structure for faith of a whole bunch of people that look at one expert, one resident theologian, one sort of guru, that individual is going to run out of really great content pretty quick. And then they're just sort of looking for stuff. They're trying to find new angles. They're trying to make stuff up to continue to wow people because none of us has inexhaustible knowledge none of us are that impressive or spectacular and yet everyone has something to offer so the pressure put on that individual to continue to just blow people's minds with their wisdom and knowledge is ridiculous pressure and the people yeah. are going to get bored really quick from the same voice that says the same things and I think the remedy to that is you got a community of people where everyone has a voice and people have a different angle and people have different stories, perspectives, yep. ideas, and applications. And when you get everyone involved in the mix and you see your role as kind of passing the ball around the room, I, I think it's a game changer because you've got a literal treasure right there yes. in the people of God that are not being tapped into. Yeah. And every week, if that same guy is always teaching or if the same gal is always teaching, it 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 unintentionally communicates that you shouldn't contribute because this is the resident expert. 
And so we're shutting down that mutual sharing that you're talking about by supporting the one teacher every week or the one, you know, celebrity, whatever, teacher, trainer, pastor. Um, First Corinthians 14, a lot of our listeners probably know this, but Paul just says it really, I think really, really well. What, what then, brothers and sisters, when we gather? So brothers and sisters, when you gather, when you come together, each of you should have a hymn, a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue, an interpretation. Um, so this mutual sharing, I, I don't know, Mike, why people are so not seeing that. It seems, it seems like, like we're just going to listen to the one Bible study leader, or we're going to go to the one YouTube guy or, or the one guy every, every Sunday morning. And, um, but I rarely get a chance to hear what Mike thinks or, or what Tannen, right? Your buddy Tannen or, uh-huh. or what my friend Bill or Judy or Katie or Melody. Um, we have so, some, such a, like you said, a treasure trove of giftings and people that have teachings, like literal words from God that could be placed into our minds for our benefit. And that's what the word instruction here, instruct one another, the Greek, to place in someone's mind very carefully. Um, that's the Greek to neotesis, to place in one's mind. And we, we need everyone to do that. Like kids, old, young, male, female, we, everyone has something that we need um, from Jesus, from the Holy Spirit. And I, it just, I'm getting mad now just talking about it. <laughs> People are just, they don't want to practice that. I, I just, I'll never understand why we just default back to the, the one professional teacher trainer model. I, I think um, I think I have a little insight as to why. I think part of the reason that happens, Jeff, is that uh, our way of thinking about faith is more caught than taught. And so you and I can sit here and teach yep. from, from the scripture that every single person's voice matters and everybody brings something into the mix and the same Holy Spirit is filling and indwelling every single person who calls on the name of Jesus. We, yeah. we can teach all that. We can argue that. We can make that point from the Bible. But people's perspective on their faith and individuals' perspective on their faith is more caught than taught. And so they've been conditioned. They've caught it by sitting in pews that this is the way it looks. And, you know, we've got to call people to repent, to change their minds, and to believe what's true. And then we have to have them catch a new experience by modeling something different. Yeah. And it's an uphill battle because people have years, even decades of conditioning that they're supposed to sit and that there are certain people that, you know, went through Bible college, seminary, training, apprenticeship and they have the ability and knowledge to stand up front and nobody else is able to do that kind of stuff for fear of heresy or bad doctrine and we got to help people like reframe the way they think about all this yeah yeah and you think about how we grew up in schools right it was the one teacher model like the resident expert and there was very little discussion socratic dialogue and you know, we have some, thank God we have some different educational models now, but that really was the educational model we grew up with was the resident expert. Yeah, for sure, man. 
Yeah. So I think I think we're kind of hitting that. We have, every episode, if you're listening to us a while at all or other episodes, like try to get after the opposite of what this one another would be, which again, Romans 15, 14, you can instruct one another because you're filled with all the goodness of God. So we can instruct one another. We know that that's what Paul's talking about, instructing one another. The opposite, I think we're kind of hammering it, Mike, right? Is like, don't just um, embrace systems that will shut people up. Like, like we need to toss the systems that keep people quiet. Is that okay to say? Or? Yeah, I think maybe just ignore them. We just don't need to pay attention to systems that don't empower the priesthood of all believers. And instead, we just need to sing a different song. There we go. Yeah, I like that. It's time to time to show people something different. You know, teachers need to teach teachers to teach. There we go. And cooks need to teach people how to cook, right? Like Jesus did, right? And party throwers need to teach people how to throw a really banging party that yeah. all the neighbors want to come to. Mm-hmm. And business leaders need to teach people how to open up businesses. Yeah. And so I think part of it is a there's a devaluing of some of the callings and gifts that people have. Mm-hmm. And I I think as soon as we start raising that, like, hey, you want to start something? God's giving you that gift. You're good at starting things. You're an entrepreneur. You can use that for kingdom purposes. And you know what? It's just as valuable. You are just as valuable as a son or daughter of God, mm-hmm. given this gift as someone who leads Bible study. Yeah. And then entrepreneur can teach other younger startup entrepreneurs a whole lot. Like they need to instruct those younger ones. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. Is- I think our, our problem is a devaluing man. Like we value some and then we devalue, not you and I, but people do it, man. They devalue. Well, I can, yeah, we can do it. Callings. Yeah. We can get, dis- I get distracted. Like, oh, this is just like, I just realized like in the marketplace where I work, like this is not just a church teaching. This is, this is whenever believers are gathered together, wherever they are in the marketplace. And so I can easily get distracted off that, like empowering people to, use the wisdom God has given them to place in the mind of younger or less experienced people, the, the things they've learned. And mm-hmm. yeah, that speaks mm-hmm. to me today for sure. Hey, this I, is part, this is part of why I think G, when Jesus went into settings, he asked a lot of questions because there's, there's something about the collecting data and curiosity that helps you tap into another person and how they're wired mm-hmm. and what their gifts are so that you can get behind them and give them the tools and resources that they need. If you don't do that, if you come in with an idea, you end up trying to stick people into roles that help you accomplish your purpose. Yeah. Instead of curiosity and question that helps you become aware of what the people around you are being called by the spirit of God to do. Mm-hmm. Ask more questions than you give answers, right? <laughs> yeah. Right on. Yeah. Hey, as we as we wrap things up, Mike, um, speaking of this, you know, instructing one another, it's amazing to me, like in Thessalonians, when there's this like couple guys that are kind of like me acting like clowns and, you know, disregarding the truth of Jesus and just kind of disobeying, disregarding, distracted. Um, Paul uses this same verb to instruct them, to admonish them, um, but he, d- he does so with gentleness and respect. Um, so. So it's, it's an amazing gifting that we have to 
you know, if there's people listening, there might be someone there like, man, this person is kind of going off the rails or I'm going off the rails or whoever is going off the rails. But this this one another of instructing one another, it's, it's huge just to come alongside someone and gently place in their mind a couple of key truths that that could potentially bring healing and hope. Right. I mean, we're all going off the rails, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. all go off the rails and fall short of staying inside of the rails. <laughs> yeah. And our and our role is to restore and peacemake and bring people back yeah. the same way that we want other people to love and show grace and bring us back. Yeah. Yeah. There's a restorative beauty to this gift that we have together. Um I think we have the wrong image in our mind when we think instructing or admonishing. We we have this like professorial authority figure top down. And um, no, I think it's more like a Mike Gerald coming alongside Jeff Pankratz and just encouraging me with a couple choice words and um, loving on each other. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then by the way, off off the not just off the rails, Mike, but off the rails and burning like garbage dumpster fire <laughs> that's 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 all of us man that's all of us we all like sheep have gone astray man like we're all a we're all a mess but that's what jesus comes to do is to save sinners and to raise the dead and, mm-hmm. and you know i think if we don't see ourselves as broken as messed up mm-hmm. like those are the only people Jesus can do anything with is messed up people that acknowledge that they're messed up. Right on. Right on. Well, it's an honor to keep on encouraging each other with our messed up worlds and the people that are running in our circles and hopefully listeners, if they're listening to these things, um, um, just have a little more encouragement to use those giftings that they have. They have the fullness of God as well through Jesus and we can give each other Jesus all day long. That's that's more than enough. He he is enough. And so, Mike, um, should we do the dirty business? You want to tell people how to connect with us, or are you, you going to force me to again? All right, <laughs> you're you're muted, but you're up, you're up brother. Go okay, for it. There he is. There he is. All right. Um, if you want to connect, we're so happy you're listening. By the way, thanks so much for everyone, even some international people. Um, really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, let us know what we're doing wrong, <laughs> how we're a big dumpster fire. Um, let us know the corrections. If, if you hear anything that you want to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Creocollective.org backslash create. Um, that's our landing page where you can hear all these kinds of cool things coming up, like our Wednesday calls. Mike, we have a fun Northeast gathering with our Missio friends in March, right? Yeah, man, we'll be we'll be up in up in the Boston area. Mm-hmm. Should be fun. There we go. We got our Creo vacation in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, all kinds of ways to get connected, plugged in, and we want to provide any relationships that you need to keep on the journey with Jesus. Thank you so much for listening, Mike. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. Oh, we get our our next uh, webinar is Peyton Jones. Yeah, uh, next yeah. next Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, the same website. Yep. Creo Collect again, creocollective.org backslash create. And you'll see our webinars, our coaching calls, and then the Missio Creo gathering in the Northeast. There's uh, many, many ways to get plugged in. We want to hear from you guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, everyone. Loving the people right in front of you. 
and creating with Jesus. Love you guys. Go birds. <laughs>